Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the Democrats took the January 6th committee hearings from prime time to basically bedtime and uh, nap time, maybe is a better way of putting it. No one's watching. No one seems to care. It's a lot of political theater, a lot of BS and a lot of lies. But then something happened. They found their star witness, a witness that the left is absolutely in love with. There's a chick by the name of Cassidy Hutchison. She is a former aide to the White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows. And this former White House aide is really dishing on the White House under Donald Trump. This former aide is now providing unbelievable information. So good that it's all secondhand information, meaning she didn't witness any of it. And that's when you get to tell your best stories. Right? Oh, I heard. Someone told me. Well, someone said to me about something that I knew nothing about, that I wasn't in the room for, that this was happening. I was told by so-and-so that so-and-so did something. Were you in the room? No. Now, these are the best kinds of witnesses when it comes to this stuff, right? I I mean, this this is truly amazing. This is the good stuff. Right. These are the home runs when you're 
the Democratic Party. We've literally found a witness that will confirm everything that we want them to confirm. And this witness was not in the room for any of it. Now, one of the highlights happened yesterday when everybody really freaked out. And it was a highlight that was, oh, my gosh, Donald Trump went into a rage, right? Donald Trump went total psycho, grabbing the wheel and trying to force the Secret Service to take him to the Capitol on January the 6th. That's what we're being told. Now, was she there for this? No, 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 but this, but she heard about it. And when you hear about something like this, and I guess that's really all you need. The media played right into this, saying that this was a bombshell witness, right? A bombshell witness that was unloading, telling what really it was like, how psycho it was. How crazy Donald Trump really was. Right? This deranged person, this psychotic person, the President of the United States of America, was totally unhinged and out of control. That's the story they want you to believe. Right? That's that's the whole ballgame here. But first I want to take a quick moment to tell you about our good friends. Over at Legacy Precious Metals, you know what's going on in the economy, you know what's happening on Wall Street, and you know what's going on with inflation. So are you protecting your hard-earned dollars, your assets? Do you have a hedge against inflation? Are you terrified every day that you've lost a massive amount of money when the stock market is having these crazy drops? Well, are you diversified? And if you are diversified, you don't have to worry as much. That's where Legacy Precious Metals comes in. Legacy Precious Metals can help you have a blueprint to protect your hard-earned dollars. As interest rates go up, inflation goes up, Democrats are trying to raise taxes, and a skyrocketing national debt. Now is a time for you to take a look at protecting your dollars and controlling your future with gold and precious metals. A lot of people move to gold and precious metals during times like these. It is a hedge against inflation. It's a way to protect your assets. And right now you can call Legacy Precious Metal and get the free investor's guide. Make sure you call them and see if gold and precious metals is right for you and your retirement. 1-866-751-2218. That's 1-866-751-2218. Or online at Legacy pminvestments.com that's legacy pminvestments.com so what did she actually say this witness that provides second-hand account of an amazing story that i'm sure will be brought into a tv movie soon had a second-hand account of the secret service quote refusing to drive president trump to the capitol on january the 6th Apparently, Donald Trump was so enraged that he grabbed the steering wheel, screaming that he's the blinking president. Take a listen to her account. Now, this is the bombshell witness. Now, this is good stuff, folks. Tony proceeded to tell me that when the president got in the beast, he was under the impression from Mr. Meadows that 
the off-the-record movement to the Capitol was still possible and likely to happen, but that Bobby had more information. So once the president had gotten into the vehicle with Bobby, he thought that they were going up to the Capitol, and when Bobby had relayed to him, we're not, we don't have the assets to do it, it's not secure, we're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong, a very angry response to that. Um, Tony just By the way, I love that she's, she's smiling as she says this. Now, there's one problem in her story already. The president wasn't in the beast on January the 6th. If you go back and look at the videos, he actually was getting in an SUV. The beast is the limousine. The SUV is not a limousine. When she said he got in the beast, there's a problem with the story. Now, of course, she can say, well, I was just told this story, right? Because she wasn't there. This is all hearsay. This is someone else that told me, and I can't believe this is happening, but you need to know about what's happening, and I'm going to be the star witness to tell all, and I'm going to smirk when I'm telling you that the president has become unhinged. I'm going to tell you that the president lost it because I'm the bombshell witness. Cassidy Hudson, a former aide who was not in the room, a former aide to the White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows. It gets better. Listen. Described him as being irate. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president. Take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Engel. And Mr. when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. Oh, 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 oh. So the president tried to kill a Secret Service agent. That's what we're getting at here because he was so angry. He wanted to go to the Capitol and they wouldn't let him. And he was in the beast, but he wasn't in the beast that day. I mean, this is one hell of a story. Now, the media immediately ran with this, right? This is a chick who wasn't there who claims that the former president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, actually tried to strangle a Secret Service agent and tried to commandeer the SUV under fire. This is incredible, right? The lead Secret Service agent in charge of President Trump's detail on January 6th will reportedly come out and talk about this now. Oh, oh, oh we're going to get the story. Well, guess what? Somebody's lying. We are now being told that the lead Secret Service agent will testify that, quote, Trump did not try to commandeer the car on January the 6th. So they're just making it all up again? Yes. The lead Secret Service agent in charge of President Trump's detail on January the 6th will reportedly testify that the former president did not try to commandeer his suburban. They've already confirmed that now, so it wasn't the beast. During the riots, thereby contradicting testimony from former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson on Tuesday. News of the testimony broke on Twitter from Peter Alexander of NBC News. The further thing from a Trump ally who said that a source close to Secret Service said that Agent Bobby Engel will testify. 
Peter Alexander from NBC News putting this out with a big bombshell red, red light alert this morning saying, quote, a source close to Secret Service tells me both Bobby Engel, the lead agent, and the presidential limousine slash SUV driver are prepared to testify under oath that, that neither man was assaulted by the former President Trump and President Trump never lunged for the steering wheel. Wow. <clears throat> That's kind of a big deal, right? ABC News also confirming it as well, saying, quote, News, source close to Secret Service tells ABC News to expect the Secret Service to push back against any allegations of an assault against an agent or President Trump reaching for the steering wheel. Oh, well, hold on a second. I thought what happened was, if you listen to this crazy chick who the left said is their star witness, that, and again, it's all on hearsay, so it's kind of hard for her to get in trouble, right? Because if you're saying, well, I didn't see it, someone else saw it, I didn't hear it, someone else did, and they just told me a story, you can't really be held accountable, right, when you get it wrong. You can't be really held accountable because you weren't there, and if you're lying, you can say, well, someone else told this to me, which is exactly why she became the star witness. Because it's a secondhand account, right? It's political theater. It's all lies. It's all BS. Does it matter that it's lies and BS? Apparently not. Because this is the good stuff, folks. This is the whole kit and caboodle. We've got a deranged president who's trying to commandeer a vehicle and trying to choke out a Secret Service agent. Did it happen? No. How'd you hear about it? Hearsay. But man, the media loved this story for about 12 hours, didn't they? But when the Secret Service gets angry, the Secret Service gets angry. And when you tell the, when you tell the world that the Secret Service agent was strangled by the President of the United States of America, they're going to come out and correct that story. Especially if it didn't happen. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with season 2 of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I got another question about this chick who's clearly lying and she doesn't have to worry right about anybody actually putting her in jail for lying to Congress because she's all giving hearsay. What's her motive? What job did she get because of this? Who's she working for now? Where's the cash coming from? Because she'll never work in a White House again at least under a conservative Republican president. And and she may be fine with that. Maybe she sucked at her job, and this is her 15 minutes of fame, and she's a psycho narcissist. I don't know. But the motive here is pretty clear to me that it has something to do with either fame, because she is now famous. She is the star darling witness of January the 6th. And this political theater that she is a part of, I mean, she blew the room up. She also said she's ashamed and embarrassed that she worked in the Trump administration. I guess from all the hearsay, right? But when you have Peter Alexander coming out, NBC News and ABC News, and both of them are saying the same thing. There's another thing here that, that's just logistics. I, I had the honor to ride in uh, the Beast in the presidential motorcade several different times when I worked for the Bush administration. This whole idea that the president can, like, grab the steering wheel quickly, it's not possible. Have you ever seen the beast? Like, look at it. Like, it's not like a normal car where you can just kind of, like, you know, jump over the seat and hop in. Or, like, there's bucket seats in the back and you walk right up to the front. Like, there's barriers. Like, there's protection. It's the beast. 
And so this idea that, you know, he, he could just strangle one dude while gr- putting his hand on the steering wheel is totally insane. It didn't happen. It, it just didn't happen. And I think they all know that it didn't happen. They just don't care because this is what you do when you want to slander somebody. This is no different than what the Democrats did with Russian collusion. Now, I have to remind you, the same people right now that are prosecuting Donald Trump, right, trying to make him ineligible to be president, basically impeachment 3.0, to run for the presidency coming up. In the next presidential election, the same people doing this right now are the same exact people that knew that Russian collusion was created by the Democratic Party. They knew that it was paid for by Hillary Clinton. They knew that it was not only paid for, but it was created out of thin air. They knew it was a lie, and they impeached the president of the United States of America anyway. They tried to overthrow the will of the people because they didn't like who you decide to vote for for president of the United States of America. And when you don't do what they tell you to do, they're going to fix it. They're afraid that you're, by the way, going to vote for Donald Trump again. So this is how they're going to deal with it, and they're going to try to make it where Donald Trump is charged with a crime, and Donald Trump is ineligible to be president of the United States of America. That's what this is all about. When you tell stories like this, and you know that they're lies, they're no different than the lies of Russian collusion, which they actually impeach the president. You notice that no one has apologized to Trump for that. Did you notice that? Not, not a single person has apologized to Donald Trump for impeaching him over something that never happened. No one said, hey, man, like, sorry about that, our bad. Hey, we impeached you over something that didn't actually happen. Our fault, really bad, really sorry about that. It was a genuine accident. So sorry. Like, no, no one, okay, has said sorry for that. Not a single person has said sorry. And now these same exact people that impeached him are doing it again. And they find a chick who wasn't there, whose testimony is all hearsay testimony, and she's even smirking while she says it. Now you listen to the story again, and this story is, is, is very clearly just straight up pure political theater. So I, you know, so as the president got into the vehicle with Bobby, he thought they were going up to the Capitol, and Bobby had relayed to him, we're not. Well, he just he tried to kill Secret Service agents, strangle him, and, and, t- and commandeer the, the vehicle. That is an unbelievable story that the media wants you to believe. Yep, Donald Trump would totally do this. Proceeded to tell me that when the president got in the beast, he was under the impression from Mr. Meadows that the off-the-record movement to the Capitol was still possible and likely to happen, but that Bobby had more information. So once the president had gotten into the vehicle with Bobby, he thought that they were going up to the Capitol. And when Bobby had relayed to him, we're not, we don't have the assets to do it. It's not secure. We're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong, very angry response to that. Um, Tony described him as being irate. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm 
said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle. And Mr. when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. Donald Trump, by the way, because it's exactly what the media wanted to happen, has now had to come out and deny Cassie Hutchinson's secondhand allegations. He threw food at a White House wall because that's another part of her story. Oh, I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. The same crazy chick that just said he tried to cavendeer a car and strangle a Secret Service agent, which would be a crime. Also said the president threw a bunch of food at a wall when he got angry. Number one, 2020, Attorney General Barr said in an interview that the Department of Justice had now not found evidence of widespread election fraud sufficient to change the outcome of the election. Ms. Hutchinson, how did the president react to hearing that news? Around the time that I understand the AP article went live, I remember hearing noise coming from down the hallway, so I poked my head out of the office, and I saw the valet walking towards our office. He had said, get the chief down to the dining room, the president wants him. So Mark went down to the dining room, and came back to the office a few minutes later. After Mark had returned, I left the office and went down to the dining room, and I noticed that the door was propped open, and the valet was inside the dining room changing the tablecloth off of the dining room table. He motioned for me to come in and then pointed towards the front of the room near the fireplace mantle and the TV where I first noticed there was ketchup dripping down the wall and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. The valet had articulated that the president was extremely angry at the attorney general's AP interview and had thrown his lunch against the wall. Um, which was causing them to have to clean up. So I, I grabbed a towel and started wiping the ketchup off of the wall to help the valet out. Um, and he said something to the effect of, he's really ticked off about this. I, I would stay clear of him for right now. He, he's really, really ticked off about this right now. Oh, 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 we got a food fight. Around that time, I understand the AP article went live. Man, she knows a lot, right? I mean, she can connect these dots before she even knew the article was out there. After Mark had returned, I left the office and went down to the dining room. And I noticed the doorway was propped open. The valet was inside the dining room, changed the tablecloth off the dining table. He motioned for me to come in and pointed towards the front of the room near the fireplace mantle on the TV, where I first noticed there was ketchup dripping down the wall. It's a crime scene, folks. And there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. The valet had articulated the president was extremely angry at the attorney general. By the way, if you've ever talked to the people that work in the White House, the non-political staff like a valet, like the guy who brings in the food, they don't talk politics. And they sure as hell don't tell a staffer the president's angry at, at an article that just came out from the AP and he's angry at the attorney general. That doesn't happen. But the media's got what they want right now, right? Headline from CNN, the hearing blockbuster testimony from Trump White House aide Cassie Hutchinson takeaways from today's shocking January the 6th hearing. That's the other way you can put that. There are seven takeaways, they say, from the shocking hearing. 
The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol Hill insurrection re- reconvened Tuesday to a hastily scheduled hearing featuring blockbuster testimony from Trump White House aide Cassie Hutchinson. Hudson has cooperated extensively with the investigation, having sat for four closed-door de- depositions. She revealed how then-President Trump and his inner circle were warned about the potential for violence on January the 6th and how Trump wanted to join the throngs of his supporters at the U.S. Capitol. The testimony bolstered the narrative that, that the committee had been driving towards over the last few weeks, that Trump incited and supported the insurrection as part of a desperate power grab to steal a second term, and that many of his top advisors thought his schemes were illegal. So here's the takeaway from the testimony. Now, you, you listen to that part. It doesn't mention food fights, does it? Doesn't mention him trying to kill a Secret Service agent. Doesn't mention a food fight or any of this stuff, right? So, so they're really stretching now because what she was actually saying is a little bit different than what they're saying. Hutchinson, quote, really moved the ball forward in terms of establishing that Trump was personally aware of the potential for violence yet forged ahead on January the 6th with his attempt to rile up his supporters. Well, well, hold on. Did he rile them up by saying go peacefully? I think he did. Uh, didn't he say go peacefully? Yes. That's, that's, a, that's you know, if, if, we're, if we're really looking at this like a court of law, did the president say go burn the, the mother down? No. He did say, use your right to free speech and go peacefully. He said, many of you are going to go peacefully down. Did the people that started the riots, were they actually listening to the president when, when he was speaking? No. The majority of the people that were there that broke into the Capitol weren't even at his speech when he was speeching, speaking. They were already down at the Capitol doing what they did. So how did the president rile them up if they're already gone Right. How does that work? How do you how do how can you accuse a president of riling people up if he's all the people that he was, quote, riling up weren't even there, weren't even present when he was speaking? That's a problem with the story, isn't it? Like, isn't that kind of a significant problem? So, Mr. President, did you rile people up? No, I told him to go peacefully. Oh, you did? Okay. So you told him to go peacefully. Then what happened? Well, some of the people that did these things on January the 6th weren't even there when I was speaking. They were already at the Capitol trying to break in the Capitol. Really? Okay. So then how do you say that he was in, that he was riling them up to do this when they were already down at the Capitol already breaking in? Just, just a thought. Right? Call, call me crazy. Okay? But it seems like this is a total... Farce. In fact, you know what this kind of reminds me of? You know what this what this reminds me of? It reminds me of that story they told us for four years that Donald Trump had a secret back channel with Russia, with Alpha Bank, and that the Russians were controlling and compromising the President of the United States of America. Doesn't it seem a lot like the, that story? A story that we all know is a lie. And the same people that were prosecuting that story, again, are prosecuting this story. It seems like the liars just keep lying and there's no accountability when you lie. Right? Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, all these these scumbags, right? All of them are trying to overthrow the opportunity for the people to decide who they want to be president in case it is Donald Trump. That's what this is really just, that's what it's about. You don't have the right to choose who you who who's going to be president. We're going to take your best guy or the one that we think you want, and we're going to make them ineligible. That's what they're trying to do right now. 
Right now, that, that is the ball game, just so you know. Like, that, that is the whole thing. That's the whole kit and caboodle, folks. Like, that's everything. I he- when I hear this stuff happen, and I hear their testimony, and I hear these insane stories, I know why they're doing it. It's for the headline. Most people won't do anything. Ex-age aide was, quote, backstage with Trump at his January 16th rally. Here's what she heard him say, quote, unquote. Trump and his chief of staff were warned about the violence. Well, did you know that Donald Trump asked and said, and so did the White House, they said that we wanted to bring in the National Guard for, for, for more protection? And who said no? Nancy Pelosi. You think that was in the testimony yesterday? Nah, why would we put that in there? Hutchison really moved the ball forward in terms of establishing that Trump was personally aware of the potential for violence yet forged ahead on January 6th with his attempt to rile up his supporters to interfere with the joint session of Congress certified President Joe Biden's victory. She said Trump was told that morning that weapons were being confiscated from some of his supporters who came for his rally. Later, when Trump and his team were at the ellipse, the large oval lawn on the south side of the White House, and before his speech, Trump barked out orders to his staffers to take the mags away, referring to the metal detectors, because the people in the crowd, they are not here to hurt me, she says. Trump also said, I don't blanking care that they have weapons, according to Hutchinson. This is particularly shocking because Trump then encouraged the same crowd to march the Capitol while lawmakers were affirming Biden's win. Hundreds of Trump's diehard supporters soon stormed the Capitol, many carrying knives, bear spray, metal poles, tasers, and a few guns, quote unquote. When Hudson told her boss Meadows about early reports of weapons getting confiscated, Meadows didn't even look up from his phone, according to Hutchison. Two days earlier, she told her that things might get real, real bad on January the 6th. The potential for violence was learned or known before the onset of the violence, early enough for the President Trump to have taken steps to prevent it, is what Republican Liz Cheney, the Democrat acting like a Republican, the daughter of Dick Cheney of Wyoming, who's not going to be a congresswoman any longer, the panel's vice chair said. She added that Trump could have urged his supporters not to march to Capitol or, or condemn the violence more quickly, but he didn't because he had something else in mind. How, how would you know what he had in mind? You're, you're not in his mind, Liz Cheney. And I have to say the quote again, it's a pretty simple one. The president told people to go and go peacefully to the Capitol. He didn't say don't go peacefully. In fact, he chose his words, I think, pretty clearly to make sure that people went peacefully. But then again, these are the same people that want you to believe that he tried to commandeer the beast and try to strangle and, and, and choke out a Secret Service agent on January the 6th. These are the same people telling you that story. They want you to believe all this other stuff. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. 
You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to four, that's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I got to go back to NBC News for a moment. Peter Alexander has now come out and not just put out the tweet, but now he is broadcasting this. Secret Service disputes White House aides testimony. Listen, this is again from, excuse me, I'd say NBC News. Listen. All right, Peter Alexander joins us tonight. Peter, I know you have some major new reporting. A source close to the Secret Service is telling you that, that the lead agent disputes some of Hutchinson's testimony. 
Yeah, so let's walk right through that now, Tom, if we can. That source close to the Secret Service uh, tells me that both the lead agent, Bobby Angle, and the driver of that presidential limousine, the SUV, are prepared to testify under oath that neither man was assaulted and that Mr. Trump never lunged for the steering wheel. Again, we haven't heard from either of these individuals under oath publicly. They did both testify in the past. It's unclear whether they were asked a specific question as related to this incident. We are reaching out to the committee for more details on that. Oh, okay. So, so now we know things aren't exactly true. So, so when this witness says that, you know, Donald Trump was throwing ketchup on walls and trying to choke out Secret Service agents and trying to commandeer the beast on January the 6th. And, and he threw lunch in the White House causing ketchup to drip, right? That, that this was a, that, you know, in, in, a, in a fit of rage. You're telling me that that probably didn't happen? Yeah. Let's go back to some other testimony of hers. It's real special. Former aide to Mark Meadows also testified. You ready? It gets better. That Trump didn't stop writers because he thought Pence deserved to be hanged let that sit in the same witness who's now being called a liar by the secret service reveals that trump quote didn't stop writers because he thought pence deserved to be hanged his own vice president really listen they had a brief conversation and in the crossfires you know i heard briefly like what they were talking about but in the background i had heard conversations in the oval dining room at the point at that point talking about the hang Mike Pence chance. That clip ended, Ms. Hutchinson, with you recalling that you heard the president, Mr. Meadows, and the White House counsel discussing the hang Mike Pence chance. And then you described for us what happened next. It wasn't until Mark hung up the phone, handed it back to me. I went back to my desk a couple minutes later him and Pat came back, possibly Eric Hirschman too. I'm pretty sure Eric Hirschman was there. But I'm, I'm confident it was Pat that was there. Um, I remember Pat saying something to the effect of, Mark, we need to do something more. They're literally calling for the vice president to be effing hung. And Mark had responded something to the effect of, you heard him, Pat. He thinks Mike deserves it. He doesn't think they're doing anything wrong. To which Pat said something, this is effing crazy. We need to be doing something more. Briefly stepped into Mark's office. And when Mark had said something, when Mark had said something to the effect of, he doesn't think they're doing anything wrong. Knowing what I had heard briefly in the dining room, coupled with Pat discussing the hang Mike Pence chance, in the lobby of our office, and then Mark's response, I understood there to be the rioters in the Capitol that were chanting for the vice president to be hung. Let me pause here on this point. As rioters chanted, hang Mike Pence, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, said that, quote, Mike deserves it, and that those rioters were not doing anything wrong. So all of that that you just heard, Donald Trump um, saying this, they want you to believe this, is coming from the same person that told you that he threw 
food at the wall, which apparently didn't happen, and then said they tried to kill a Secret Service agent, which we're now being told the Secret Service have come out and said we will just this is a lie. The same person who's telling you this lie wants you to believe that he said, yeah, Mike Pence, his own vice president, deserves to be hung from a tree or the Capitol or whatever. These people are psychotic liars, and you should never believe anything they say. And the same people telling you this story, the same ones that told you that Donald Trump was tight with the Russians, and they're the ones that created and fabricated the story. All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.